That was awesome. That's my jingle. I'm impressed. Took me all night to do that. Well, it shows. I'm, I'm amazed. <laughs> I, that, I, that's the first time I've heard it. I know. I, I've I was deliberately done that. I was completely blown away. And, uh, yeah, so how did you make it? Uh, well, it took a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of effort. Uh, it was a bit like a sort of homework thing, you know, where you leave it to the last minute and it's like, oh, no, I have to do that thing for tomorrow. That's how you do everything. Yeah, yeah. So I was about, ooh, 8 o'clock last night, I sat down at the computer and went, at right. Coronation Street. That's it. And sat down and thought, jingle. Now, I want to make a jingle. So I had to listen to some other ones uh, earlier in the week and I thought, well, they're all normally like a, a group of people singing in harmony and doing really weird stuff. So I thought, no, I'm, what I'm going to do is get loads of clips here, there and everywhere, put them all together and I'll do me saying dead air and put some sort of echo on it. You mean that was your voice? That was my I voice. I never would have guessed it. No, that was definitely me. And uh, the 54321, that's uh, copyright free material that I found on the web. The music was copyright free and the glass breaking, that was copyright free. I had to go to some effort to make sure that I don't get busted. Wow, I'm impressed. Uh, so you didn't just break something in your house then? No. <laughs> just to get the sound effects? No, it was really hard just to get my voice saying dead air into the computer. Really? Okay. Uh, well, welcome to episode two of our podcast. I am Nick. And I am Rob. We hope you enjoyed last week's episode, and we hope you're going to enjoy this week's episode too. Um, have you got anything special that you're going to talk about this week? Let's give them a little bit of preview. Well, the first thing, I've got some good news. Good news? Good, very good news. Okay. I fixed my guitar. Ah, oh, the switch? The switch. It came all the way from Germany, and I put it in my guitar the other day, and it's working perfectly. That's switching. It is. <laughs> Very good. Okay. Anything else? Have you played any good music on it since you got it fixed? No, I just strummed a bit and right. said, oh, it's working now. When are you going to get some lessons? <sighs> Never mind. Um, I want to talk about the cinema. Oh, right, okay. I want to talk about putting the bins out. Uh-huh. And I've got a very, very funny story which will accompany the photograph which is on this podcast. Okie dokie. Now, you've seen the photograph, haven't you? I, you showed me something earlier. It was like a blue parcel yes okay well you're going to see the photo again at the end and uh, i'm going to explain what the story is maybe we could photo. probably put the photograph up in the podcast somehow the photo will be on the podcast the whole okay. way through i'll right. put it on afterwards perfect okay so i'm going to start off i want to just talk about the cinema for a minute all right then what's now, wrong with the cinema i went to the cinema last friday and i have to say i was thoroughly disappointed with the cinema experience as a whole what about the film the film right the film was good uh, it was a bit long i went i went to see this um uh, Pride and Glory, I think it was right. called. This new one with Edward Norton. Very good movie, by the way. Very dramatic, very tense, you know, really good acting all the way through by everyone involved. Plot kind of complicated. At one point, I was couldn't really understand what was going on, but I leaned over to my friend and whispered, is that the... And, and she went, yeah, and I went, oh, okay, and then I understood it all. But anyway, the point is, the cinema experience as a whole, I've started to feel a bit deflated, a bit let down by the whole thing. Right, so... Let me tell you why, okay, and you on. tell me if you agree with me on it. Right. The first thing that really annoys me is the wait to watch the film. You go in, it says the doors open at half past nine or whatever. You go in there at half past nine, and there is 35 minutes of adverts, trailers, and all kinds of other junk before they actually show you the film. But that's so you can eat all your popcorn and all the drink before the film starts, sure. Yes, but I... I been going to the cinema my whole life and I remember them showing adverts and trailers but I don't remember them being 35 minutes long. Okay. 
I don't know if it's just because my perception of the time has changed because I'm getting older, because I'd gone a little bit later in the evening, or because they are just getting longer. What about if in the past you turned up later? Well, in the past, of course, if you turn up late, the problem there is that you're, you, you risk missing a good seat. Right. So it's always a, it's always a double-edged sword. You could go to the cinema like 10 minutes before the film starts, yeah. uh, thinking, well, I'll skip past all the adverts for uh, various mobile phones and uh, fruit juices, mm -hmm. or, um, you know, fruit juice-flavoured mobile phones, if you get my drift. Right. Um, but then, of course, you're going to miss that. But was there a Coke advert somewhere in the... Uh, there was a Coke Zero advert in oh, there. Okay. Yeah, right. with James Bond. Cool. James Bond adverts just completely all over the place at the moment. Right. Obviously, uh, it seemed like every advert has got James Bond in it in some way. The best bit about that comment is, you know, you were talking about never mentioning the news because you put a time on when this was out. There's yes. always a James Bond film coming out. Oh yeah, out, there's so always a, there's always a new James Bond. Cool. Film. Right. Okay. Have you seen the new James Bond film? I haven't seen the new James Bond film. Uh, I saw it and it's quite good. Right. Anyway, now, this course, is going off this, to the side. This is great because whatever the new James Bond film is, if someone's listening to this two years from now, there will be a new James Bond film out. Okay, but you must have seen it and I haven't. Never mind about that. Okay. Um, the cinema experience as a whole, mm -hmm. the, the, the wait, that's, that's frustrating. Way too long. Way too long. If you go in, if you leave it a bit and go in, you know, sometimes you, I've arrived there genuinely late. And mm -hmm. of course the problem then is you miss a good seat. Now if the film's a huge film, I went to see Mamma Mia when it first came out, Massive film, the cinema was packed. We got there in plenty of time and we could still only sit right at the front, yeah. which wasn't very good. Now, usually when I go, the film that I'm going to see has been out for a couple of weeks. I go, t I tend to go later because I'm usually working earlier in the evening, so I can't really go at like, you know, six o'clock or seven o'clock. So I tend to go like nine o'clock. Mm -hmm. And usually when I get there, there's maybe 40 people in the cinema. But I still want to get a good seat. And for me, the optimum seat is sort of half, just past halfway back yep. in the middle. On an end. Preferably, but it depends. It depends. Some of them, they've got the seats, they've got the stairs going up the middle, and then you can sit on the end. Some of them, they've got like seats in the middle, so you can't sit on the end there. I get too excited. I always want to go to the toilet halfway through. The I door. never go. I go to the toilet before I go in. All oh, right. Well, I do that as well, but I still find time to manage to go to the toilet about three or four times during the film. Okay. Well, I went, I went to see this film with my friend and his wife, and we sat there for 35 minutes, and we were exposed to um, adverts for every product you can think of. And just one thing, uh, uh, as an off thing, by the way, the BBC had about five minutes solid of advertising. They were the first ones, you know, when it comes up. Cool. The BBC. Well, it's not cool. Because I well, pay... I'm just thinking, you know, I must be paying something for my license. Well, yeah, I'm paying a TV license, so are you, so is everybody, except one guy that we were talking to today. But, you know, we're all paying a TV license, and they must be spending a fortune. And the adverts, you know, they are really good. We're talking special effects, really good camera shots, cinematography, movie quality adverts. And I guess this is all to make people go out and buy a television set so they can watch the BBC. Which is what doesn't make sense. I mean, you've gone to the cinema to get away from all that stuff. You want to watch a big screen experience. Well, maybe. There's a load of people out there that have not got a telly, and they go to the cinema because they haven't got a telly. And that's what the BBC are trying to get, a new market. Yeah, that might be true, I suppose. Although, yeah, maybe. So what you're saying is that the BBC are trying to promote getting a the idea of getting a TV. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Just so they can get a bit more money out of people. Okay. Maybe it would be better if the BBC just didn't waste money on advertising stuff in the cinema. Yeah. Because they've already got a really good presence in people's homes and they could just focus on making good programmes. I suppose if, 
one way of advertising is the word of mouth. So someone could go up to someone and say, oh, you should have seen Coronation Street last night. That's oh, on ITV. Oh, yeah. All right, you should have seen uh, Have I Got News For You last night. It yeah. was really funny. And they go, I haven't got a telly. And they go, well, get one. Yeah. That's for advertising. They could watch it on BBC iPlayer as well, couldn't they? Because in the BBC cinema adverts, they advertise BBC iPlayer. Right. Reminding you that in actual fact, you don't even need a TV. You can just watch stuff on the internet. Mm. Yeah. So look, if, anyway, they, carry on. if they took all that money that they'd spent on advertising yep. and invested it in Saturday night programming, maybe we wouldn't have Dale Winton and four people dressed in skin-tight silver costumes. That's all I'm saying. Uh. Anyway, <laughs> the point is, right... What the, programs are you watching? Well, there's this program on BBC at the moment. I don't know if you've seen it. It's based on that um, Japanese thing where they've got to stand in different shapes. Oh, the... Um, the wall comes the down. The Tetris thing. Yeah, the wall comes down. I saw down. the Japanese They're one. On the they put that on the BBC. That is now on the BBC. Someone in the head of the BBC has... Cool, I want to get a telly. They, they've seen that video <laughs> on yeah, YouTube. It works. This is amazing. I know. Someone watched that video on YouTube in a BBC office somewhere and thought, oh my God, this is a great idea for a programme. Right. Let's just get some celebrities. And the celebrities, you know how they have those celebrities that are... They're kind of celebrities like you might have heard of them. The ones that didn't make it to get into the jungle. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> okay. And they, for some reason, which I've never been able to fathom, they wear these skin-tight sort of silver sort of costumes that right. they look a bit like they're from space or maybe from the future. Yeah. But you know when you watch a film from and you know people are from space and stuff, mm -hmm. they're really fit, you know, because they're in the movie. They're not going to put someone up there who's, you know, not in good physical condition. Yeah. When you get someone who just presents a kids TV program and put him in a skin tight costume, you know, you can see all his little rolls of fat and I'm stuff. I'm glad you said rolls. <laughs> and, you know, it's not it's not like, oh, come on, we don't want to see people's flab. I mean, I can't talk, you know, I'm a chubby guy myself. But I would never I'm wear... I'm not too bad myself. No, but we would never wear skin-tight costumes, let alone silver ones. And it just, I don't know, it just there's something about it that's very demeaning. But we're going off on a tangent here. The point is... We're in the cinema. We're in the cinema. Well, 30, like, you're in the cinema. 35 minutes. Yeah. 35 minutes. That is unacceptable. I would say 20 minutes in is the In 35 maximum. minutes, were the trailers in there? Well, this is the other thing that annoys me about the cinema. There are, there are two elements of that 35-minute period that get on my nerves. One is that when the trailers are about to show... And by the way, for many people, including myself, the trailers are the highlight of a trip to the cinema. Because you get to see what's coming out. Right. But just before they show you this trailers... Here's the order of it. You get in, you sit down, there's music playing, and there's like a slideshow. Now, I'm not counting that, because that's like, you know, filling up the cinema time. And that's doing a bit for local businesses anyway. Yeah, that doesn't count in the 35 minutes, because you could go into the cinema an hour before the film started yeah, yeah. and say they made me wait an hour. That's not fair. Sure. I'm talking about the, when they say that the film, when they say the doors open at 9.30, you go in, there's some music playing and some uh, cinema, ad, uh, you know, some slideshows. Okay, that's cool. Uh, in fact, they don't even help local business now. The slideshows they have are just like, get your popcorn in the foyer. You know, remember, this is no smoking. Turn your phone off. Things like that. Why not visit a college in some area that doesn't relate no, to you? No, they don't, they don't have that anymore. Right, you know, okay. they, they don't have, like, if you want a great, you know, fireplace for your house, visit, uh, you know, Jack's Fires in Llandidno Junction because they do great fires and great service. No, none of that stuff. They're not interested right. in that stuff. They've gone past that stage. You have the first thing you see, the lights, the lights dim slightly. Mm -hmm. Now this is like the beginning of the cinema experience. Yeah. First thing you see, huge BBC logo, and then 
an advert. Now, there's been a bunch of different ones. One of the ones which really get on my nerves is the Antique Roadshow one. And the Antiques Roadshow one... What? what I, I know. I know. It's incredible. <laughs> Let me just tell the listeners, Rob never goes to the cinema. Okay? I used to. Used to, but he doesn't now anymore. But that's another story. <laughs> yeah. The Antiques Roadshow advert is basically promoting BBC high-definition programming. Right. And it starts off with this guy sitting there and he says, how much is the vase worth? And the guy goes, well, you know, this vase is worth £20,000 or something, or £2 million. And the guy pounds. goes, I'll give you a tenner for it. And, they got, and, the guy, and everyone's like amazed. And the, the guy who's with the woman who's having it evaluated yeah. faints. And as he falls back, he lands on a table. And as the table knocks over, it knocks something flying, and the vase goes flying through the air. <gasps> and then all these, you know, amazing things start happening. Intermixed with a slow-motion shot of this vase cartwheeling through the air, you've got paintings getting slashed, and old ladies flying backwards over tables. And This all happens on the Antique Roadshow? Yeah. <laughs> and it's amazing. I mean, the special effects are off the scale. and it, and it it. I've got to get a TV. No. That's the thing. Oh. You'll never see this on TV. You only see this in the cinema. Now, what you see, eh? it ends up with a huge sort of explosion with Fiona Bruce racing through in a sports car and a whole bunch of stuff going on, and it finishes up, and it goes, BBC high-definition programming. You know, and it's like, whoa, wow. Hey, wait, wait, hey, whoa, whoa, do that again. BBC high-definition programming. Where were you last night? I was in Carnarvon, on the other side of Carnarvon. Anyway, never mind about that. Listen, the point is, right, that they, they start off with this BBC advert, and that's that. Yeah. Okay, you watch the BBC advert and you think, oh, okay. Well, there's five minutes there, because it's not just the Antiques Roadshow. Then they talk about their DJs, and they all, yeah, I'm, uh, my name's, uh, you know, Frankie Zeppa, and I'm a DJ on Radio 1, and I play lots of cool music. And then they play someone else, you know, and he'll... You and really hate the BBC. <laughs> I don't hate the BBC, I just have this... Radio 1 is another thing that gets on my nerves, because they have these God. people on there yeah. that just, you know, they go on about, well, uh, coming up next, we're going to play some banging tunes, you know, some banging tunes... They're not tunes, okay? It's music. It's called music. So it's banging music. Well, it's they, why can't they music just say we're going to play some music? To. It's this this method. It's just this idea they have the BBC that everything is really cool. You know, right. we're so cool on BBC One. We're so cool, and uh, you know, really, secretly, the only thing people like on Radio One is Chris Moyles in the morning. The rest of the stuff people can really take it or leave it. But anyway. Let's not go on about the BBC. We're just talking about the cinema experience. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we're not talking about the BBC. <laughs> no, we're talking about the cinema experience. Okay. So, you start off, BBC adverts. Yep. Licence fee money going down the swanee. Then you've got a bunch of adverts for products. Yeah. You know, so they'll usually be... Links. No, I don't think they have, I don't think they have any links. Well, there's always for... an advert for links. No, not anymore. Times no. have changed. Yeah, it's all... Uh... By the way, there are other products available. Yeah, it's all like, um, you know, uh, different um, deodorants, but not links, uh, odour toilets. There's one for uh, a beer, and it's like an Italian beer. That's quite a big one that you see a lot of. There's a bunch of different adverts. I'm trying to think what it is now. Uh, you haven't seen it because you haven't been to the cinema yeah. for like six months, but but there's loads. And after they showed Stella? you all... No, after they, after they showed you all these adverts, right, yeah. then they'll have the trailers. But bef and the trailers are just before the movie, okay. so that's fair enough. But here's the part that annoys me. Just before they show you the trailers, <laughs> there's a message comes on the screen and it goes, it's almost time for the movie. Woo! Don't forget, there's still time to go to our refreshment stand and get some Coke. Coke! And some 
popcorn. As long as there's an advert for Coke. So what they've done is, they've gone, right, we'll show them adverts for 25 minutes. Yeah. During that time, they're going to eat the stuff they've already bought. The Coke. Then just before the trailers come on for the movies, which we want them to come and watch, we'll tell them, use this time, the time the upcoming movies are being shown, use this time to go and spend more money. Don't leave the cinema while we're showing you these advertisements for products and services that we want you to buy. Only when we're showing you movies, which is the reason you came in the first place. Right. Do you see what I mean? Okay. Right? But anyway, you sit there, you watch the trailers, and the trailers, of course, give away the whole plot of every film ever. Yeah. Sometimes you don't want to watch the trailer. It's a good idea to go and get some popcorn or something at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Just... Fair point. Yeah. Okay. So maybe that's why they do it. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I never thought about it that way before. So then the film starts, you know, and it, it's so good. It's okay. Fair enough. But... You, you sort of get out, when you come out of the cinema, you're left feeling with this feeling of, what was the point of going to the cinema? You know, I, I just I just went to the cinema, I paid £17. Pound <gasps> so to, what, for one ticket? No, for me and my two friends. Oh, you got friends? <laughs> well, <laughs> I got one friend and his wife. Okay. But I think she's my friend as well. Okay. So, you know, £17 pounds to go to the cinema, that is a lot of money. It right? is a lot of money. And only three of you get to watch a film for that amount of money. Now, you could buy a DVD for like £10. Pound, and ah, can, but you can buy a DVD, but you can't invite your friends around to watch it, though. Oh, well, let's not get into all that. The point is, the cinema's expensive. Now, why is the cinema expensive? Why do you pay that premium? Well, you pay the premium for the sound quality and the huge screen, right? Mm. But what do you do when every advert on the cinema is telling you, get a big screen telly in your house, yeah. and get virgin uh, you know, movie channels in your house, and you can watch all the latest movies, and then you're thinking, well, hang on a minute. If I do what these adverts are telling me, I don't even need to come to the cinema anymore. The cinema are shooting themselves in the foot by promoting the idea to people that if you buy a big HD telly by Sony and you get virgin, you know, super amazing TV service, why do you even need, you don't even need to leave your house? Forget it. Just stay at home, watch movies on your big screen in your house. And that's my rant about the cinema. The only thing I've got to say about the cinema, and I'm sure it's something that, you know, will touch your heartstrings, is the piracy thing that really gets my goat oh god the piracy you sat there and you, you paid your money and you go in the cinema and you've said the same thing in the past and you sat there and they tell you piracy is bad you're all criminals don't pirate anything and they they have this big screen and they reduce it down to a little small dot in the middle of the screen and it shows a man getting up and walking out <laughs> and it says why suffer this and you're thinking right yeah but that would happen anyway if i was sat in the cinema and the guy in front of me got up yeah and he goes why listen to bad sound quality? Yeah, but I've got some guy in me here munching on popcorn. Yeah, or talking. Yeah. And you're thinking, but I paid to get in. Yeah, also, also, have any of the people who made this advert ever watched a pirate movie in the last, like, 20 years? I've never watched a pirate well, movie. I've got to tell you something. Pirate videos, they've come on a long way. Really? Yeah, I mean, when VHS first came out, right, and that presented us somewhat of a problem for the movie industry, okay, we're talking, you know, bad quality images. I did watch Pirates of the Caribbean, though. <laughs> Good one. So, uh, but yeah, but, you know, ever since The Matrix, I think things have really, really moved on in piracy. I mean, you watch a pirate video now, and everybody has seen a pirate video, okay? No one can say, oh, I've never seen one. Everybody's seen one. Did. And the quality of them is phenomenal. They're as good as a DVD. So they're, 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 going on the, they're going on the big screen saying, oh, why would you watch Wally in really inferior sound quality and terrible picture? And that's not true, because I'm sure I haven't seen it, because I saw it in the cinema, but I'm sure if you wanted to watch a pirate copy of Wally, it'd be perfect. 
because they all are these days. So that, that's crazy. Yeah, but why are they rowing it down your throat when exactly. they paid to get in? Exactly. We've paid and they're telling us. We're telling the people who've paid to go to see the film. Do you know that piracy is a crime? Yes, well, that's why we came to the cinema. We come every Friday and every Friday you tell us the same thing. Don't pirate movies. We're not. We're paying to come and see them. Why are you telling us not to pirate movies when we're already here? I think they should change the adverts, and, I, and we've said this before in the past, to have this bloke called Fred, and he's got a broom in his hand, and he's brushing around, and everyone's going, this looks really rubbish, what the hell is this about? And he comes up to the screen, and he goes, I'd just like to say thank you for coming in and paying to see this film. Because of you, I've got my job sweeping the sets on the film studio. You're not going to believe this, but in the last film that I went to see, before this one, which was James... Uh, the last one I went to see, it didn't happen. But in the film before it, it was James Bond. And before the film starts, James Bond, the actor, Daniel Craig, comes on and says, my name is Daniel Craig, I just want to thank you all for coming to the cinema and paying for your tickets and helping to support all of the people who work in the industry. And wow. then the film starts. I want to go to the cinema now. Yeah. Now that is perfect. Because... But then they played an advert after that. No, so no, no, no. No, that was it. They, that was, they played that. And then the film started. Well, then... And it was like, oh, my God, that is so awesome. I withdraw my complaint. Well, there you go. But that, that's the only time I've ever seen it. And I actually meant to tell you about that, and I forgot about it. Well, that's one of them things I keep going on about. Yeah, well, there we go. <sighs> well, <laughs> that was a bit crazy. So did you like the film? You did like the film. Yeah, I think the film was good. Uh, a bit, long, a bit right. long. I think the mistake was going to watch it so late. I think with, with, with going to cinema, you've got to be careful. If you go in later in the evening, you've mm -hmm. got to make sure the film is like a one hour, 30 minutes one. You can't be going and watching a two and a two and 20 film, you know, two hours, 20 minutes, and you start watching it at 9.30, and there's 35 minutes of junk before it. It's not good, because no. what's happening is you get into like the one hour and 45 minutes point, and your brain is telling you, you do know that you should be in bed now, don't you? You do know that you have to go to work in the morning and you're going, yeah, shut up, brain, I'm watching a film. And your brain's going, yes, I'm just telling you, tomorrow morning when you wake up in a bad mood, this is because you, you stayed up and watched a film in the cinema. And you're going, yes, I know, but I'll deal with that later. Just leave me alone, I'm watching the film. And your brain's going, okay, I'm just mentioning it. I don't want to, you know, have an argument with you or anything. I'm just letting you know. You okay now? Got that out of your system? Yeah, I'm sorry. I got a bit excited. Anyway. I had this thing the other day. I was reading all you about... You had a thing? Well, I had this thing through the post the other day mm -hmm. saying that, you know, I should um, get up because I'm your boss, you know. I, oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I should be sort of uh, seeing how you're getting on, you know, in the company. And I should do it like an evaluation type oh, thing. Oh, is this that thing where, you know, they're trying to get companies to use the uh, downturn in the economy as an excuse to get rid of people? Well, sort of. So I thought I'd ask you a few questions as we're going through the podcast. Oh, okay, okay. Um, just to see, you know, how how where you're progressing, right? Um, but they're like they're like sort of like I keep. Why are you looking at your watch? Uh, because I just check in what time it is because we got to open the shop again at two. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> so here's the first question. Really simple. Yeah. You got a giraffe. How'd you get him in the fridge? Um. You couldn't get you buy a bigger fridge, I suppose, or get a smaller giraffe or cut him up. You could cut him up into smaller pieces and put him in the fridge. See? Now, I'll explain the question. Okay. The answer's simple. Just open the door. Right? What you're doing there is you're overcomplicating oh, the situation. Right. See? Okay. Ask me the question again then. Okay. 
How do you get an elephant in the fridge? You open the door. No. You open the door and take the giraffe out first and put the elephant in. Oh, yeah. So you weren't paying attention. No, I'm sorry. So you're not doing too good. Okay, I'll try harder next Okay, time. all right, all right, all right. We'll do, we'll, uh, one more. Okay. Okay. Disney yep. are having a big conference. Yes. Jungle Book conference. Right. And they're inviting all the animals from the world to yes. attend. Right. But there's a problem. Right. What's that? Uh, animals can't talk. No, the elephant's in the fridge. Uh. <laughs> You're not paying attention. I'm sorry, shall I start looking for another job? Well, you know... Get up. What, what's this blue thing anyway? That you, you know? Okay, do you want me to tell you a story yeah. about my blue a blue thing? I'm looking at it now. It right, looks try like... and describe it. Okay, it's blue. Is that a PC case turned on its side? No, that's a microwave. Oh, okay. So it's, uh, it's a blue parcel and a really shiny blue parcel. Not very well wrapped, but tiny. Hey, I take, <laughs> a, I take great offence to that. I can see the sellotape. Anyway, uh, on top of a microwave, a white microwave against a white background, and on top of that, it looks like another blue parcel that looks like you wrapped a beaker. Right. Let me tell you a story about the blue wrapped parcels. Okay. Which anyone listening to the podcast can see the photo of right now. Right. Here's the here's the deal. My friend rings me the other day. He said, "Do you fancy a trip to Tesco?" I said, "Yeah, hell, I'm always up for a trip to Tesco." There are other superstores available. Yeah, to go but shopping. none of them are as good as Tesco. Do you can't say that. I can say whatever I like. Okay. It's just my opinion. Oh, sorry. So, off we go to Tesco. Now, the reason that we were going to Tesco is because my friend's wife was having her birthday the next day, and he had bought her a gift. Right. And he needed to get some wrapping paper and a card for her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was coming over for a brew anyway, and he just tied it all up. So we go to Tesco, and we go in, and we get the card, and we get the paper and everything, and it's all cool. Cool. Now, as we're walking towards the till... He's, he also buys her a book as well, which is a crucial element to the story, which I almost forgot. He buys her this book, and it's quite a big book. Mm-hmm. And uh, he jokes to me, right, hey, if I put the card inside the book... Oh, whoa, 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 one thing. Has she already had the birthday? The birthday was the next day, but it, this has happened in the past. So we're not giving away the... No, 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 no. Okay. The, she's already had the birthday. Right, okay. And she, I doubt she would listen to this anyway. She's got more taste. <laughs> right. <laughs> so um, he made a joke to me. If I put the card inside the book, I could technically just pay for the book and leave and nobody would ever know. And I said, oh yeah, but of course he wouldn't do that. But you know, that was, it was just making a joke. Now when we get to the checkout, he puts the book and the card and the paper on and it goes through the checkout. And then I said, do you want a bag for these? And Because I'm on the other side. And he goes, no, I don't want a bag. So I start putting them in a bag anyway. And then realise that you don't really need a bag for a book, a card and a thing. So I get the card, put it in the book, pick up the paper. Pick You're doing your bit for the environment. I'm doing a bit for the environment. Leave the bag behind. Yeah. So off we go. All right. So then we get back to my house. And on the way there, he goes, have you got any sellotape? And I'm like, uh, you know, because that's like the word. If anyone ever asks you, have you got any sellotape? It's one of them questions. It's the same as someone says, have you got any blue tack? And you're thinking, oh my God, I know I bought some six years ago to put that thing up, but I don't know where it is. Well, anyway, I did have Have you got blue tack? Uh, I know I bought some six years. <laughs> Never mind. I, I, we did have tape in the house. It turns out, and we had a pair of scissors. So we get back to the house. Now I am deliberately faffing about. Okay, my friend is not. I've never the... known you to flap about. No, I was. I was faffing about a lot. Now my friend, he's not really a sort of a wrapping presence type of person, but he was managing pretty well, despite my hindrance. You know, I'm doing everything I can to make life difficult for him. Although, in fairness to me, I was cutting off the little strips of tape and sticking them on the kitchen cupboards. So that it, but he was sticking loads of these bits of tape on, you know, going really over the top. And the present that he purchased was quite large. It was quite a big sort of gift. 
very boxy. Right. No, that, that's not it. Don't even look at the picture. Oh, right, okay. I'm getting to that bit now. I was going to say, that's not very big. No, he wraps this present up, big piece of paper. And there's, obviously, he's got the roll of paper left. So I stick the roll of paper up on top of the cabinet. And I said, well, you can leave that there, and next time it's a birthday, you can come and wrap another present. And he goes, no, I need that now, because I need to wrap up the book. And I go, oh, yeah, sorry. So I get... I'm the, confused. He got, he got a book. Yeah, while we were in Tesco, he bought a book as right, well. Right, but he bought something else previous. Oh, yeah, he'd already bought the present. Oh, right, yeah, 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 That's right. why we were going. We went to buy the wrapping paper, and while he was there, he also bought a book. Got you. Which he'd already ordered this book. But the internet company, which he bought it from, Amazon, didn't deliver it in time. Amazon? Yeah. <laughs> so they didn't deliver it in time for his wife's birthday the next day. So he had to buy the book from Tesco, yeah. right? So that he would have it on time for her birthday. Actually, I wonder what happened then. I guess they must have cancelled the order. Maybe it still turned up the next day anyway. Okay. I don't know. That's not important. The point is, he, he'd, he was wrapping the main present, this big present, and he had this book. But I had completely forgotten about the book. And I was just faffing about. So I put the wrapping paper on top of my kitchen cupboard, cupboard, and he goes, well, I need that because I need to wrap the book. And I went, oh, yeah. all the sense of deja vu here. Carry on. So I get the thing like this, and I start pulling the, the, the paper off. Well, of course, the roll starts unrolling. So I'm like, no, 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 and I'm trying to get the roll, but it's, it's rolling away from me. And in the end, I pull the thing, and I pull all of the paper off like this. Okay. And the cardboard roll stays on top, and I just look at him sheepishly, and he goes... Will you stop messing about? <laughs> I go, I'm sorry. <laughs> so he gets the book. We cut a bit of paper out for the book, right? And he puts the book on the counter and he starts doing it. And all this is in my kitchen. And meanwhile, I'm making a brew. So anyway, he does the, he does the book. And I go, can I have the wrapping paper? And he goes, yes, you can have the wrapping paper. So I go, yay! Now I'm dead excited because I really like the wrapping paper. So I start cutting up the bits of wrapping paper. And I go, right, what can I wrap? So the first thing I see, I open the cupboard and there's a tin of beans. So I grab them, they get wrapped straight away, right? Is that what the... Uh... That's what the thing is on the top. It's oh, a tin right. of beans, right? So I wrap that. Now I'm wandering around the kitchen with this bit of wrapping paper that I've got left over. Meanwhile, I've already wrapped my beans. He's still wrapping the book and he's going, can you give me some more bits of tape? So I'm going, yeah, yeah, yeah. And putting all the tape on. So then I grab the eggs off the top of the microwave and I wrap the eggs. I go, look at me. I wrap the eggs. And at one point... I was wrapping the eggs really carefully, in the box, obviously, and he goes, I need some more tape. And as I lifted the tape up, the box of eggs, in the wrapping, fell on the floor, and I just sort of caught it between my leg and the, you know, cupboard door. Yeah. But it didn't work, it still landed on the floor. But none of the eggs were broken, at least I don't know if they were or not, because they were inside the wrapping paper. Okay. Got. Anyway, I'm digressing. No leakages. Not as far as I'm aware. Right. So, you know, that was a mystery over. Anyway, he wraps the book up, all finished, everything's good. And I put my books, I put my, my books, my eggs and my tin of beans on top of the microwave and I took a picture of it. Now, the thing is, at that point, he says to me, uh, he said something and I said, well, uh, no, he says, all done. He goes, oh yeah, you've just got to write the card now. And he, go, and he looked at me and he goes, did you put the card inside the book? <laughs> and I went, uh, yeah. And I looked at him and he looked at the book, which was wrapped. <laughs> with loads of tape all over it and I looked at the bit of paper that was left over on the side which was like a little square like this <laughs> all the rest of it was wrapping the eggs and the beans and I went when you think about it it's sort of funny <laughs> and he went well it would be funny if you hadn't used up all the rest of the paper wrapping up the beans and the eggs did you uh, give her the eggs? no they were still on my uh, still on my microwave well, why didn't you put them under the Christmas tree? Uh, no, I don't know. Maybe I'll eat them. It all worked out in the end, anyway. So you know, we got he we got it sorted. Cool. Yeah. Right. So you're at the side of a riverbank. Okay. It's crocodile infested. Right. How'd you get across? I what I would do. Yeah. Myself, of course. I'm a huge 
James Bond. Remember fan. the overcomplicating things. Okay, I'm at the side of a riverbank, and it's crocodile infested. How would I get across? Yeah. Uh, I would just run across the backs of the crocodiles, like James Bond did. The crocodiles are at the conference, remember? So you could just what swim. What conference? The Lion King conference. That the elephant ah, couldn't turn up to. Right. So you never pay attention. No. I'm so you sorry. don't pay attention, you overcomplicate things. I think, you know, there's some sort of dismissal coming in the next few days. We can only hope. <laughs> <sighs> this is not very good. Anyway, I've got, I've got this other idea for the podcast. Go on. I, w- I was thinking in bed one night, I was thinking, what can I do for the podcast and what am I interested in? Yeah. And one of the things I'm interested in is magic. Oh, yeah. And I thought about doing a, a magic trick. Yeah. On the podcast. Really? Yeah. And it's really cool. Because you're, you're like, as, you, as I'm doing it, you, you'll, you'll see where my mentality's coming from, right? Okay. You'll think, okay. this has got to work. Okay. Right. I've got an invisible pack of cards. Got you. Right? So they don't need to see them. Okay. Right. Well, so they couldn't anyway. Sh- yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, okay. So this is genius, right? So pick a card. Right. You've showed it. To, I've turned the Hang on. Put it back. Pick a card. I'm picking a card right now. Okay. Have a look at it. Okay. Right. Now memorise it. Okay. I'm gonna but give it's you invisible though. It, it doesn't matter. I can't see it. You've ruined the trick. Uh, okay. Start again. Okay. Give, give it. Right. Pick a, no, no. I've dropped it on the floor. Alright. Let's move on. I've got the card and I've memorised right, it. Right, right, okay. Put it back in the pack. Okay. We can edit this out later. Okay, no. right. Okay, right. Okay, I'm going to shuffle it all up. Right. That's your card. That was the worst shuffling I've ever seen. Uh, no. You're lying. I, that was the Queen of Hearts. Mine was the Ace of Spades. Exactly. That was the Ace of Spades I showed you. Oh, was it? Yeah. That, yeah, have another look. Oh, yes. There you go. That is the worst magic trick. Do you want to see my levitation? Go on, then. Okay. <laughs> now, you've got to describe what that means right. to the viewers. Okay. But bearing in mind, it's just a popcorn. Okay, okay, okay. Rob is standing in the middle of the floor. Okay. He's turning around. Now he's levitating. He is off the floor. He's levitating off the floor. He's not. His feet are not touching the floor. No part of him is touching the floor. And he's just landed back on the floor oh, again. There you go. That was weird. It was like you jumped and stayed in the air for ages. For ages. I'm impressed. And I'm knackered. I'm impressed. There you go. So that was my bright idea. Next week I'll think of something else. Maybe you should get started on that idea straight away. You know, the idea for next week's show. It took me a week to think of that. Really? I've been on websites and everything trying to work out how levitation works and all the mechanics involved, the pulley... Oh, uh, edit that bit out later. And all that sort of stuff, okay? It took me weeks and weeks. That's why I didn't do the jingle. This jingle? Yeah. Uh, that didn't work very well, did it? <laughs> well, you have to press the play button. Five, five, there you go. Four, it took me ages. Three, three, it's actually quite... Two, quite good. One, one, zero, zero. I like this part. That's it. Well, that is impressive. I, 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 that, that's not bad for an I hour. Ne- I never would have imagined that someone like you could produce something as good as that. You should listen to my new album that I'm working on. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. But we'll, we'll have a bit of that later on in life. Okay, maybe in a future podcast. Yeah, we might play one or two songs. Now, is there anything else that we want to talk about? Oh yeah, the big, big news this week. The yes. big, big news this week. Nick entered a competition. 
<laughs> oh yeah, I entered a competition. I, I did enter a competition. I entered a competition to, uh, if I win, uh, my understanding of it at least, is that Guns N' Roses are going to come to buy my house and play a concert for me and my friends. Not quite. It's, well, that's that's my understanding of it. It's more like a bloke in a suitcase is going to turn up with a new album and play it to you and your friends. Have you noticed that two weeks in a row we've mentioned the Guns N' Roses new album? Yeah, but we edited it out of last week's podcast. Oh, yeah. The uh, Mac sort of messed up a bit. But we can repeat it again. Uh, never mind. Maybe we'll edit it out of this week's programme as well. Uh, well. We'll mention it next week. Yeah. And, and then we'll say three weeks it. in a row. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, listen, I think... Hang uh, on, don't you want to tell them the website address where you're uh, doing your uh, air guitar impression? No. I'm sure, you know that uh, website, is it uh, TubeU? Something uh, like yeah, that. That's com. If you just put to Nick doing air guitar in Rob's shop, and have a look at that, and then make a vote on it and stuff. No, no, no. He's making a mistake. There's yeah, nothing there. Nick really. might win his competition, no, and no, he and his no hundred friends, there. and I notice hundred friends of his will be able to go to this big party. That well, I tell you what. I tell you what I'm going to do. If I win that competition, yeah, I will take all of our podcast listeners with me. But what are we going to do about the other 96 tickets? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really sure. I think we should wrap it up now. Okie dokie. Well, until next week, guys, I hope you enjoyed this week's little uh, podcast. Uh, we did actually run a bit over, so I'm sorry about that. Well, you know, these things can't be helped. No. I mean, you did go on a bit about the cinema. I know, but it's something I feel very passionate about. Well. And especially the piracy thing, which I, you know, I actually forgot you to mention. You feel passionate about piracy? I do feel passionate about piracy. In fact, next, not next time, but we're going to have a podcast one day about piracy. Okay. Because that's something I feel very passionate about. For now, we'll leave you and uh, we'll say goodbye. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye.